What's up, podcast fam? I'm really excited for this episode. We decided to do something special for you guys. So inside the Becoming Boss Mastermind, we do weekly Ask Faith lives in the Facebook group. All of the members have the opportunity to submit any questions they have every week. I answer everybody's questions on Facebook Live, and then we pull the audio, and it actually goes on to a special members-only mastermind podcast that we have. So I thought I would let you guys listen in to one of our episodes. Doors to the mastermind are closed right now. But if you want in, I highly suggest you get on the wait list. I will put the link for that down below. And I hope you guys enjoy the episode. I'll talk to you soon. Hey, guys. What's up? Hi, everybody. There's a bunch of questions in here. There's so many questions. I'm excited, but I'm going to have to go fast, which you guys know is not my specialty. Or maybe we'll do a long one today. All right, y'all. I'm going to go through these questions because there's a lot. There's like... Usually I can get through like two to three in an hour and there are eight questions in here. So Lord help us all. (laughs) I think a lot of these are related. I can go fast. I can be, we're going to set the intention that I can say the right thing in a short amount of time. That's the vibe today. Okay, here we go. Here we go. We're going to do this. Y'all ready? Let's do this. Need to be yelled at about the thought of being busy, work-life parenting and not working on the business. What are new thoughts for me? Even though I'm busy, I'm going to do 10 minutes a day. Even though I'm busy, I'm still going to do 30 minutes a day. Even though I'm tired, I'm still going to work on the business. You guys, give me your thoughts about being busy and using busy um, as a reason to not work on the business. So this is my tips for being busy. If you guys are in a busy season, a lot of us are busy in the summer, right? Like, um... There's family stuff, there's kiddo stuff, there's travel stuff. There's a lot of stuff going on in the summer. And this is my intention for the summer. So I will let you guys borrow this. But I would set intentions for the summer. Um, I would decide what kind of summer you want to have and what do you want the summer to be like and feel like. When you don't set intentions, it's just like all of a sudden like life just kind of happens and you're like, what the fuck happened? So my intentions for summer are to go into the ocean as much as possible. I am moving tomorrow closer to the beach with my boyfriend. What a life, I know. We are moving for the summer. I'm very excited about it. Um, So my intention is to go in the ocean as much as possible, to make a lot of really great stuff for the clients I already have, and to help you guys as much as I can. And I got some shit coming for you, y'all. And to be as impactful as possible while working minimal hours. So how can you have the most impact in the least amount of time? And I really think the key, I really think the key, like when you're busy to to working on your business is you need a plan. So like a lot of people are like, I'm very busy and I'm just not working on my business. And it's like, well, working on your business is not a goal. That's not a, that's not a task. That's not, a, that's not an objective. So the first thing is you need to plan your week. What things need to get done this week? Like, what are the most, and, and you can, so this is what I would do. 
I would brain dump. I literally have this notebook next to me all the time because my brain is crazy, right? So I'll brain dump all of the things like I could possibly do for the business. I write them all down. And then I go through. You guys, this is like a trick I learned from my weight loss coach, but you guys can borrow it. You go through and you highlight. You highlight in one color things that are minimal effort. And then you highlight in a second color things that are a lot of effort. And then you, so you do that. You highlight, like, you can highlight, like, the number or highlight one side. And then once you have that, you go back through your list and you highlight the things that are gonna make the most impact in your business. And you're just gonna have to guess. Guess what? No one fucking really knows. Like, there's no way to know. Don't ask me that. You just have to use your brain and decide which things, you take your best guess. Like, which things do you think are gonna be the most impactful? And sometimes you're right and sometimes you're wrong and it's fine. Do not stress about getting this right or wrong. That's a waste of time, right? So highlight the things that are gonna be the most impactful in one color and then the least impactful in one color and then highlight that list again, or like you can go by and star again, the ones that are low time, low time, high impact. That's what you're looking for. So you go back through that list and then you'll have highlighted and starred the ones that are high impact, low amount of time. <laughs> and then once you have that list, you pull that out and you make your goals for the week of what you're going to do. So a lot of times, like, not working on your business is just, like, poor fucking planning. Like, you've got to decide ahead of time exactly what tasks you're going to do and exactly when they're going to be done by. And if you don't know that, you're just, like, not prepared to get it done. Like, all that's going to happen is you're going to sit down and you're going to be like, okay, time to work on my business. Well, what the fuck does that mean? Like, what is that? I don't know what that means. Like, you guys tell me. What does work on my business mean? Right? So... You don't ever want to have a plan that's like, oh, I'm going to work on my business at this time. You want to be like, I'm going to sit down at this plan and make my opt-in at this time. I'm going to sit down at, at this time and I'm going to um, make all my Instagram for the week. I'm going to sit down at this time and I'm going to work on getting clients and reach out and network for an hour. Like, that is a plan. Work on business is not a plan. What the fuck does that mean? That doesn't mean anything. <laughs> and then look for those tasks that are high impact, low amount of time, right? And then do those first, especially if you're in a busy season. If you're not in a busy season, it might be a good time to go through that list and do some of the more time consuming, bigger projects that are gonna build your business forward. There's always gonna be those, right? We had to do this when we moved to Kajabi. Like that was a project that took us like six months, um, but the impact I thought it would have on the business was worth it and we had the capacity to do it, and we finally decided to put it on the calendar. So there's seasons where you're gonna be doing big long-term projects, and there's seasons where you're like, okay, what are the high impact, low amount of time tasks, and, and what exactly are they? What exactly are they, um, and when are you gonna have them done by? So if you can't follow a schedule where you're like, my office hours are from eight to nine, which is, I'm telling you, you guys will be fucking blown away if you could just do office hours for an hour at the same time every day and you have a plan for that hour and you don't allow yourself to indulge in being slow, being indecisive, being confused. Like if you just sit down for an hour and do your shit, like do co-working, like be like, hey, this summer, every day at 9 a.m., I'm doing office hours 
you can even put in the group like what you're doing if you need more accountability and you sit down and you 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 make a result in the hour so you don't sit in front of your computer for an hour like looking for what to do you sit down and create the result right and then the thing is is like if you guys wait till in the moment to decide what you're gonna do like what if you're like okay work on business and then you come in here and you sit down to work on the business your brain is never gonna want to do the hard things we already know like our brains are programmed to conserve energy it's part of how we're wired it wants to do the easy shit so who's done this you like sit down in the office you're like okay time to work on the business let me go in the mastermind facebook group let me watch a call let me do um let me uh i i do this with i'm like uh, let me call rebecca and talk to rebecca let me you know do all these things and then you get done for an hour and you haven't actually done anything that's gonna like make you money or grow your business like you've just sat in your office for an hour right the procrastinate working you guys got it? So it's, if you can do it at the same time every day, I just think that's easier. I know that's not possible for everybody. If you cannot be like, I'm gonna work on my business every night at 7 p.m. for an hour, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, or Tuesday and Thursday, or Monday through Friday, whatever you wanna do. If you can't do that, I would say give yourself deadlines. I used to do by Friday when my life was psychotic, which you guys know, there's seasons of my life where I'm like, I'm, I, I love to be busy. I do. So there's seasons of life where I'm like a psychopath busy level, right? I'm not right now, but that, that season is, it's, I'm towing the line <laughs> of that season, right? And so I would give myself deadlines when I had a ton of stuff and I needed more flexibility and there was some like family illness stuff I had to deal with and other things. I would just be like, by Friday, this shit is going to be done. And I would have my list on my wall by Friday. These are the things I'm going to have done. And it's like, I can do them all Monday morning. I can do a little bit of it every day, but I do not leave this office Friday night until that fucking list is done. That's a deadline. <laughs> so you guys like you, who sets deadlines and then you guys move them back all the time. That's not a deadline. <laughs> love you guys so much and I know some of you guys are doing this and it's different so listen don't use this against yourself it's different if you're sick or something happens or there's a reason that you like and you want to move the deadline back you can make that decision okay I'm not saying like never ever in your life move a deadline but I'm saying if you're doing that every time you set a deadline <laughs> If every time you set a deadline, you're moving the deadline, that's not setting a deadline. A deadline is I'm going to write this email in an hour and I'm going to send it. And at the end of the hour, you fucking send the email even if you're not done. Or I'm going to have all these things done by Friday and you don't leave the office until it's done. Like that is the deadline. Like there has to be some kind of accountability. <laughs> Otherwise, it's like it doesn't mean anything, right? It doesn't mean anything. This is why like people are like, I don't like deadlines don't work. It's because you don't hold yourself accountable. Deadlines work, but you got to mean what you say, right? So my thoughts about deadlines are what? Deadlines don't move. I do what's on my calendar, period, the end. And my brain is always going to offer thoughts about, um, my brain, lives, these are the thoughts that kill me. Like you guys tell me your thoughts that, that keep you from reaching your deadlines. Mine are... I've been working really hard. 
I'm tired. I've had a lot of calls this week. My brain loves to do that, right? Because I'm an introvert and my brain will just be like, we're an introvert and we've done a lot of calls and we're very tired. <laughs> right? It's like that kind of shit. That, that, that's the reason you're not hitting your deadlines is because you're thinking like, oh, I'm really tired. Like, I've, you know, I've had a long day. It's been, it's been a hard time. Like, I don't feel that good. Like, all of that stuff is like, is it true or not true? It's all, it's all just thoughts. Right. And they're thoughts that create the result of you not hitting the deadline. <laughs> You're talking directly to me. I know. I know what you guys are up to. <laughs> sneaky, sneaky. So it's like, you know, if you set a deadline, if you can't do office hours, set a deadline for the week, but you have to mean it. <laughs> it's like, right. It's like, I know if I don't get my shit done, I'm not leaving this office Friday night until my shit is done. And there's been times where I'm busy all week and I don't get my stuff done and I my ass sits in this office till 10 or 11 at night, Friday night sometimes. And it's fine. It's not a problem, right? It's just like, but it's like I set a deadline. I'm going to get it done. You guys get it? So it's like there has to be some kind of accountability where it's like it's going to be done by this date. And if it's not done by this date, like I'm not going to sleep until it's done. Right. Or I'm not going to do whatever fun thing you want to do. Like or I'm not going to whatever. There has to be some kind of accountability <laughs> consequences, because if it's a deadline that you just always move back, that's not a deadline. <laughs> I don't know what that is. It's like a hope and a prayer. <laughs> Sometimes my best emails and stuff are the things when I was on crunch time. Yes, this is the thing. You guys think more time makes things more quality? It doesn't. More time just makes more indulging in confusion. It's just more space for more shitty thoughts. So what happens when you guys give yourself less time to do things is like you have to sit down and write the email. Because you don't have time to sit there and think, I don't know what to write, and this is hard, and I'm tired, and maybe I'll see what's in the master. When you come in the office, you're like, I gotta write this email. I got 20 minutes. Like, let's go. Like, it, 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 I think it makes you more quality because you guys aren't indulging in all the shitty thoughts as much. It's a little hack for you if you're indulging in a lot of shitty thoughts. Just give yourself way less time to do things. And then this is the thing. It's like, if you say, I'm gonna... I'm going to work for an hour. I'm going to create these results. You guys are not going to like this. But the best thing to do is stop working after that hour. A lot of times it's like, oh, I'm going to do office hours. I'm going to get these things done. And then we spend time thinking and we spend time being confused and we spend time procrastinating. And then the next thing you know, we killed 45 minutes. And then you guys give yourself another hour. That just enables you to be slow and be distracted. Right. But if you give yourself an hour, you're going to have to work with focus. If you know at the end of that hour, I am leaving this office. I am closing this laptop at the end of this hour. And if you know you mean it. <laughs> right. It's like you can't bullshit yourself. Your brain knows if you don't mean it. So if you're not able to if you're not able to hit deadlines, it's because you don't mean it. And your brain knows that you're bullshitting yourself because you're like, oh, I'm going to create this result in this hour. But if I don't get it done, I could give myself a couple more hours, though. <laughs> done I could like move the launch date though like that's the thought right it's like those thoughts create the result of you not hitting your deadline <laughs> so anyway this is I'm going on a whole tangent but about being busy it's it's about prioritizing and being clear about what you're getting done right because if you're just like I'm working on my business got to work on my business like that's not a result like what result are you creating and how long is it going to take you to create you decide how long it takes you to create things 
right? And then you decide ahead of time. So if you're really busy, if you're real, so there's like different seasons of business. There's seasons of business where it is like balls to the walls, like working hard, maybe even being a little hustly, right? Doing all the things. Um, and there's, there's seasons like that where it's like, I just did this last fall. Cause I was like, I came home, I moved back to Gainesville. I have no friends here. They've all left. And I was like, I'm just going to hunker down. I'm going to do my certification. I'm going to make the, um, mindset course that I made for you guys. I'm going to do all these things I've been wanting to do. And it was like, I'm going to spend a bunch of time hunkered down in the office. That was the season, right? So there's seasons for that. And then there's seasons for what is the least amount of work I can do and still grow the business, right? So can you post one reel a day in 10 minutes? Yes, you can, by the way. <laughs> can you send an email a week and write them all in an hour, write four emails in an hour and schedule them and be done? Yes, you can. <laughs> But you can only do that if you decide you're going to do that, right? So if you're just like, I'm going to send an email a week and I don't know when I'm going to write them and like, I don't know how long it's going to take me. It's going to take you longer. But if you decide I'm going to write and schedule all of my emails for the month in the next 60 minutes, you will get way more done. <laughs> you guys get me? Yeah, this is super helpful doing business tasks while my partner is at work, supports me in sticking to deadlines. Yeah, it's great, right? That can be a really good, it can be like, I'm not going to work like, um, in the evening when my husband's home, like that kind of stuff is good for you guys. Giving yourself lots of times to do things is not fucking helpful. I had so much momentum from reignite and now full stop indulging in should I pivot? <laughs> Stacy, what were the thoughts during reignite that was creating momentum? What were you thinking that was creating that result of doing shit? Right now you're, you're having thoughts of like, maybe my niche is wrong. Maybe I should pivot and it's creating the result of you doing nothing. So you, if you want to change your result, you got to change that thought. If you're going to keep thinking the thought about maybe I should pivot, maybe this isn't right. I don't know what I'm doing. If you keep with those thoughts, it creates the result of you not working on your business and not going anywhere. I need to be clear about what I'm getting done. What are the results? Helpful. Yes. Don't like, don't come. You guys our brain. It's very overwhelming, right? So if you're like, I'm going to work on my business. Let me work on my business for an hour. You sit down and your brain is like, like immediately going to overwhelm you and indulge in a lot of confusion for most of you. So don't do that. If you already have a plan, there's a lot less room for fuckery. <laughs> you guys get what I'm saying? If you already have a plan, there's a lot less room for like, I'm so overwhelmed and I'm so confused and I don't know what I'm doing and my stuff isn't that good. It's like you just come in your office and write the email and be fucking done with it and skip all of that. You see that? <laughs> so Stacey, let me know if you need more about that. You guys let me know if you need more about that. I am now 20 minutes in and I've done one out of nine questions. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> Feeling discouraged, engagement is up, but sales are slow to grow. Can you pep talk me into persevering? Um, well, Anil, are you gonna quit? So I'm always like, I'm always like, are you gonna quit or not? Like decide right now, are you gonna quit or not? You can even do like a, I'm going to evaluate at the end of the quarter and decide. But if you're not going to quit, stop fucking thinking about like, maybe I'm not going to do it or maybe it's not going to work. It's just like such a waste of time. I'm like, if you're going to quit, quit. And if you're not like, stop indulging in that. You guys have to have really strong boundaries around that. Some of you guys have seen me coach people on this 
and the way I coach usually around this is very direct where I'm like, quit. <laughs> I'm like, and they're like, well, I don't want to quit. And I'm like, okay, we're not going to quit. So stop it. <laughs> like, like you have to decide, like, you're not going to quit. Either you're going to do it or you're not. Right. So we get in this place of like, maybe I won't do it. Maybe I'll quit. Maybe, maybe I will do it. Maybe I'll persevere, but maybe I'll quit. It's like, that is such a waste of your energy. It doesn't do anything, but keep you. What were the thoughts when you were a leader for your group, Stacy? <laughs> you being a leader for the group doesn't create results. And this is easy. So maybe instead of leading the group, why don't you think about leading your own community? So can you borrow the thoughts you were using for your reignite team and use them for your customers? Right? So probably a lot of the thoughts I have about you guys and the people in the free group are similar to what you had in reignite, where I'm like, they're counting on me. I need to make sure I show up for them. People, they're, I'm like accountable to them. Like they need me like that kind of stuff. Um, and then as far as sales being slow to grow, like this is a problem you can solve. So like, just be careful you guys. Cause a lot of times we'll be like, um, business is growing slow. Like sales are down, but, and we like act like it's something that just happens to us by magic that we have no control over. Like you control how many sales you get. So if you believe you can control how many sales you get, you can put your brain to work figuring out the solution, right? sometimes we're like too patient in business. We're like, I'm just gonna wait it out. Like sales are slow, like, oh. It's just like, no, decide your business is gonna grow fast and fucking do something about it if you don't like the result that you're getting. Like, you know what I mean? It's like, you get to decide how things go for you. So if you're not making the sales that you want, put your brain to work solving that problem, right? There's either like, Either they don't want what you're selling, <laughs> they don't want it, or you're selling something to the wrong people, or your messaging is off. It's it's almost always one of those things. If you guys think of anything else, why are people not buying? It's it's that, right? It's like either your marketing and messaging is off, they don't want what you're selling, or um, what was the other thing I said? I can't remember, but but my point is like, this is a problem with a solution. So it's like sales are slow to grow and that's a problem I can figure out how to solve. That's the thought. You guys see the difference? So it's just like sales are slow to grow. That's just like, this is just the reality. Like it is what it is. Sales are slow to grow and there's a solution. I'm going to figure out what it is. Get it? Let me know if that helps. Anil, if you need more on that, let me know. And, and like, if you're not, I don't, I really don't think you're going to quit. So fucking cut it out. <laughs> you guys like that coaching? <laughs> I'm like laughing, but it's like, it's true. Like there has to be boundaries in your brain where you're like, I'm just like, it's very indulgent to think about quitting, right? It's very indulgent. Stacy, it's very indulgent to think about changing your niche. It's just like very, like, it's a very self-indulgent thought of like, maybe I won't even do it. Like, maybe I should just quit. Maybe this will never work. It's just like, just cut it out. <laughs> all that creates is you wasting your own time. <laughs> that's all it, that's all it does, right? So thinking about changing your niche, thinking about should I quit or should I not, thinking about will this ever work or won't it, all that's doing is being self-indulgent and creating the result of you wasting your own time. That's all it ever creates. It doesn't ever create anything close to the results you guys are looking for, I promise. Pep talk for increasing page views goals. What's the best way 
to get things to take off. Do you guys have any page view advice? I'm going to tell you what I think, but I'm going to caveat this, that I've not been in the page view game in a long time now. So for what it's worth, I did used to have a mental health blog in its like time when it was kicking, it was doing like 120,000, 130,000 page views a month, right? I had a huge email list, all that stuff. So I've been in that game, but I have not been in that game in a while and things are changing all the time. But I would say SEO. So I would learn SEO. I recommend Mike Pearson still. I still think he's the best. Um, and I don't know what's up with Pinterest these days for page views. So I used to get a lot from Pinterest and a lot from Google. I think my site was like 60% Pinterest, 40% Google or something, something like that. Some kind of split, right? Um, but yeah, that's kind of it. It's like you got to write a lot of really good quality long form content and rank in Google. That's the, that's the page view game. <laughs> and Mike teaches a strategy that's like you can look at what keywords are people searching for that you could actually rank for. So you look at your domain ranking of your site and you basically find other websites that have a similar domain ranking to you. And then you look and see what what keywords are they ranking for in Google. And then you're like, well, if if they have like a, a 46 domain ranking and I have a 46 domain ranking and they're ranking for this keyword, I could probably rank for that keyword and you go after their spot. <laughs> like you basically just write a bunch of articles with that keyword and you go for their spot. <laughs> That's how I used to do it. Um, yeah, if you want to do Pinterest search engine, follow Amy LeBlanc's method is working for me. That's great to know. Thank you, Lindsay. Mike who? Mike Pearson for SEO. Specifically for if you want to rank for Google, he has a course called Stupid Simple SEO. And he teaches that process I just explained to you guys. And there's like a whole process he teaches where you can, you end up with a, it's a pain. I don't think it's that simple, to be honest with you guys. I think it's kind of a pain. But you have this process where you end up with a whole spreadsheet of keywords that people are searching for and that you have the chance of ranking for, that there's other websites that are at a similar level to you that are ranking for these keywords. So you you have a shot at ranking. There's certain keywords like you're not gonna be able to rank for, like, cause you're gonna be up against like WebMD and like all this stuff. It's like, you're not gonna rank against that. So you gotta find these like little, like long-term keywords, long tail keywords, like little special keywords that are like, people are actually looking for it. People are actually searching for it. Um, and you have a chance of actually ranking based on what your site level is at. And Mike teaches a system for that in his course, Stupid Simple SEO. I don't know if it's open right now. I might have a link. I don't know. I haven't been doing like a lot of affiliate stuff. I used to have a link for the course. If you really want to buy it, I could probably find it and get you in. Yeah, it's Stupid Simple SEO. Yep. Yeah, SEMrush is free. Yeah, you guys can look, do your keyword research on SEMrush. Keyword research for sure. Like that's the game. Like if you're in the page view game, it's like, how can I rank on Google? Like that's how people are getting that because the page view game is like a really volume game and it's going to be hard for you to get the volume off of social media that you need to get 
to get like a hundred thousand page views a month like it's very hard to get that kind of site traffic from TikTok and instagram i'm not saying you can't do it but i'm just saying it's it's a lot more consistent and a lot more stable if you're ranking for a bunch of different things in Google and Google's sending you that traffic. And it's a long game. Yeah, I, I agree. I do think the, the page view game is a long game. I teach you guys to sell shit because I think that's the fastest way to make money, to launch and sell. I think you can make money faster. And, and because the keyword game and the page view game is such a long game, what happens is people just get kind of brutalized and demoralized by it and they're working and working and working and making absolutely no money and then they quit or they give up, right? And so my the way I teach it and why I teach you guys the way I do is I'm like, we're gonna launch and sell something. Even if you guys are only making like a couple sales a month at the beginning, at least you're seeing something is happening. <laughs> you know what I mean? And, you, and you're practicing sales and you're practicing marketing, you're gonna get really good at doing that, which will serve you well. Um, and you can also do a long-term strategy while you're doing that, right? So you can do the blog strategy or the YouTube strategy and you can make money now. So I think you get to do both things. Like you get to have a long-term strategy and I don't think just because you have a long-term strategy means like you just have to not make any money. Like I just don't, I want you guys making money and like businesses, the thing I've realized a lot about business is like businesses cost money to run. So like my business, I spent $9,000 last month running my business. I just got my books. $9,000 it cost me to run this business. Okay. So, you know, businesses need money to run. It costs money to run a business. It's not free. And so I want to start helping you guys get revenue so you have some of that money to like reinvest, right? And you're not just constantly going into the hole. Like, you know, the first step is just being able to get the business to pay for its own growth. So there was a time where I just invested everything back in the business, right, to make it grow faster. But I think it's important that you guys are aware of that. Like it costs money to run this business. It's not free. It's not even close to free, right? It's, it's often you know, for me to run what I run and do what I do, it, it costs about $9,000 a month now. That's about what my expenses are. Yeah, that's a good number for perspective. Yeah, I just, I don't, I'm not like telling you guys, like, it, and it doesn't have to be that. Like a lot of people have lower numbers. A lot of people have higher numbers. You know, it's all different, but I'm just using it as an example. Like this business, it, it costs me money to run it. I need money to run it. Like, you know what I mean? So you got to have this perspective in the beginning that your business needs to be funded. It needs funding. Like you need to make money. So that's why I teach you guys the way I do. Cause I'm like, if you can start selling even a few things, at least you got some money to help you stay afloat while you grow. Right. And you're not just constantly digging yourself down in a hole and you can, you know, get better at sales. So those are the tips, Diana. I would do the keyword research things. If you can't afford to invest in Mike's course, don't panic. Like, everything is for free on the internet. They were recommending SEMrush. You can do that. You can do Pinterest. Um, but for page view goals, it's all about search engine. It's Google, it's Pinterest, and, and sometimes YouTube. Like, YouTube is really good search engine, too. Maybe not for page views, like volume like that, but I do think YouTube traffic is really valuable. Let me know if that helps. Is Diana on here? Can you talk about self-coaching through a launch? There are so many thoughts and feelings that I don't know where to start with doing the model. So then I just don't do them. Yeah, I would do a model on that, <laughs> Darcy. <laughs> 
Here, we'll, I'll do it for you. Here, we'll do it together. <laughs> All right. So the circumstances, Faith told me I got to do self-coaching. So it's like, so the circumstance will just be self-coaching. This is so meta. You guys can coach yourself on your thoughts about, about self-coaching. And then the thought you gave me is, I don't know where to start. So there's two thoughts. There's, there are so many thoughts and feelings. There are so many thoughts and feelings. That's just a thought that you're having. That's not true. There are so many thoughts and feelings. Could you take that in a court of law? Is that factual? That's just a thought your brain is giving you. Like, what is a lot of thoughts and feelings versus not a lot of thoughts and feelings? Like, you just want to, like, start looking at this stuff because your brain will be like, there's so many thoughts and feelings. We just don't know what to do. And, and if you don't understand, like, the difference between facts and thoughts, you'll think that that's true. <laughs> that's not true. It's just a thought. Right? What does that mean? A lot of thoughts and feelings. Like, what the fuck is the difference between a lot of thoughts and feelings and a little bit of thoughts and feelings? Like, that's not real. That's just a thought that your brain is giving you. And it's probably creating overwhelm. From looking at this question, if I had... You can tell me if I'm right, because I'm curious. But if I had to guess, I would guess your your brain's kind of favorite go-to to, like, get you to stop taking action is to overwhelm you, right? It's like, we just don't know what to do. There's a lot of things, like, that kind of vibe. Because if you're doing it with this, you're if you're doing this with self-coaching, you're doing this in other areas of your business. So it's like, this is the thing with the model. It's like you take one little thought that's creating one little result in your life, but that's playing out in different areas, right? So there's no way that you're just, you're just overwhelmed about self-coaching and your brain is just doing it with this one thing. It's also doing it with the launch. It's also doing it with social media. It's also doing it with all these things, right? Okay. I'm right. Yeah. <laughs> I love when I'm right. It's really satisfying. <laughs> All right. So there are so many thoughts and feelings. That's the first thought. You could put that in the T line. I'm going to do the second one. I don't know where to start. <laughs> I don't know where to start. That's the thought. I don't know where to start. Who has this thought? I don't know what to do. I don't know. Whenever your brain is telling you you don't know how to do something, you need to call bullshit on yourself, you guys. I don't know where to start. This is such a bullshit thought. Darcy, this is crap. Like, you gotta be on to yourself, right? It's like, I don't know where to start. It's so, like, victim-y. It's just like, I just don't know where to start. <laughs> it's just like, stop it. Like, sometimes we have to, sometimes we have to tell ourselves to cut it out. And I'm saying this as someone that, that my brain does the same shit to me, right? It's like, it's so dramatic. It's like, everything is the worst. Everything is so hard. Like, my brain does all this stuff to me all the time. So I totally get it. So here, this is your circumstance. This is your thought. Darcy, when you think I don't know where to start, how do you feel? I'm guessing confused. Overwhelmed. That family. Tell me in the chat, but I'm going to just... Because there's a delay, I'm just going to pull confused because I don't know where to start usually creates some kind of feeling of confusion. You guys, tell me in the chat, when you feel confused, I want you to feel confused in your body. Think the thought, I don't know what to do. Feel confused in your body. And then tell me, what do you do when you feel confused? Well, you just told me you, you don't self-coach, right? You don't coach for your launch. What else? 
Yeah, not yeah. Christy, Christy's like an expert here now. <laughs> She's catching on. It creates overwhelm and non-action. Yeah. So it's like, what do you do? Um, you like don't self-coach, right? Maybe you don't plan for your launch. Maybe you don't take the actions you need for your launch. Watch TV. Yeah. Who does the Netflixing? The chips and the salsa. Like, what? What does this? You really want to be clear, Darcy, exactly about what does feeling confused? What do you do? And what are you what are you doing and what are you not doing when you're confused? So you guys remember it's one thought, one feeling, party time in the action line. So you can put as much shit as you want in the action line. You want to think of everything. You want to be like, what else do I do when I'm confused? What else do I do when I'm confused? What do I not do when I'm confused? What am I not doing? Yeah. Buffer, scroll. Yeah, I give up and sit on the couch and eat. Yeah, there we go. Lots of buffering, right? Buffering type activities. So we'll just put We'll just put buffer in here for time's sake. But if you guys are doing this on your own, you want to really spend time thinking about every single thing you do when you're confused so you can see exactly what this thought is creating, right? So you're buffering, you're not coaching, not coaching for your launch. And then what's the, what is the result you guys think that all of this creates? So there's self-coaching, you have the thought, their self-coaching is neutral, right? And then your thought is, I don't know where to start. And then you feel confused, you buffer, and you don't self-coach for your launch, right? What is the result? I would say the result, well, the result usually is you guys just create more confusion. It's kind of interesting, right? Because our brains just create, when you indulge in confusion, it's kind of like this very, it's like a freaking just getting on a water slide or something, right? When you indulge in confusion, it just creates more indulging in confusion and more overwhelm. Like, they're very linked, right? It's like usually confusion and overwhelm are hanging out together, and it usually just creates more and more into this cycle, right? So what's interesting is whatever you guys have in this T-line, your brain wants to prove you right. So whatever you have in this T-line, it's going to create evidence for, right? So you think, I don't know where to start. You feel confused. You buffer. You don't coach. You don't do the things, right? And then you create more evidence about how you don't know what to do. Right? So you're just creating evidence for this thought all the time. Right? So I'll just put the result as evidence for this. I mean, I think you're on to this, like what this creates, right? Right? But it's like you could be self-coaching about your launch all the time and like creating like some really powerful shifts and insight for yourself and you're just not doing any of that, right? You're just choosing to stay in this loop, right? So then your brain you create evidence so you think i don't know where to start you feel confused you don't coach you buffer right we indulge in all this shit, um and then we create evidence for this and then we go i told you so and we just stay in this loop you guys see that as far as how to self-coach do a brain dump brain dump all of your thoughts i would do um your thoughts about you your thoughts about your clients your thoughts about your product your thoughts about your launch your thoughts about money. Those are the main things that I coach myself on during a launch. It's like, what do I think about my product? And like, you have to tell the truth, not like what you want to think, like how you guys come on the call and you're like, well, I want to think this. It's like, I'm like, no, you got to tell me the truth. <laughs> so you got to write out like, what are your really, you can put your good thoughts you have, but I'm like, what are the thoughts I have? Like when I'm hungry and tired and I just read a mean comment on Instagram and my mom's being nuts. What are my thoughts then? <laughs> 
you want to write those thoughts down. You guys often give me your thoughts like you have like after you get off the call and we feel good and we're all like, I don't want those thoughts. I'm like, I'm like, when, um, you know, when someone has asked for a refund and you're fucking tired and when like the launch has failed after you worked really hard and like, all, you know, all this stuff and you're hungry, I'm like, what are your thoughts then? Right? So your thoughts about you, what do you think about you as a leader and as a business owner? What are your thoughts about you? What are your thoughts about your clients? A lot of you guys have really shitty thoughts about your clients, right? It's like, they don't have money. They don't buy. They don't listen. Like, you know, it's just like, those are terrible. Th I would never think that about you guys. Those are terrible thoughts. You want to coach yourself up on your thoughts about you, your thoughts about your clients, your thoughts about money and receiving money was a huge one for me. I coached for almost an entire year just on my thoughts about money and my ability to make money. Um, and what else did I say? You, you can do like your thoughts about your launch, right? So you can give yourself little categories and then you just dump, you just vomit all of the thoughts out. You just get them out of your brain, right? And just seeing them and getting them out will help because all of it's playing out, like whether you're aware of it or not. And you're just, even just writing them out, you're becoming more aware. This is why it's important that you write the models out. So you just brain dump all of your thoughts, all your thoughts about you, your thoughts about your clients, your thoughts about your product, your thoughts about money, brain dump all those thoughts out. And then you just pick one. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> you just pick one and you put it in a model. <laughs> the end. <laughs> And all that does is like, you know, the model is a really tiny, little, tiny sliver of your brain, right? It's just like, what, what does this one specific thought, like what specific feeling does that create and the specific actions and the specific result, all of these little things create, but we're running multiple models all the time, right? There's a lot of things going on at the same time, but it's helpful sometimes to pull something out and be like, Ooh, let me look at that. Right. And writing it out will help your brain see what you're creating. This call is banging. Boom. I'm glad, Stacy. Thank you. This is so helpful. And if you guys are if you guys are like go to coach, listen, you guys, if you guys go to self-coach yourself and you go, I don't know what to do or I don't know how to do this, you do the model on that thought, just like I just did. Get it? <laughs> it's very meta, I know. <laughs> Sometimes you go to coach yourself on coaching yourself. I do it every day and it's I mean, you know, it's really helpful for me. It's been really helpful for a lot of people in this community. And during a launch, Darcy, all your shitty thoughts are going to come up. So it's like the perfect time. <laughs> it's great. <laughs> so much coaching opportunity. Every time things start going well in one area of my biz, my brain panics and I bounce over to some area that feels less scary. How can I stop being such a bouncy ball? You need to create safety. You need to do some like nervous system regulation and safety. Yeah, model everything. Yeah, Christy, it's in the in the self-coaching framework. There's two modules about how to do the model and how to coach yourself and how, how I, I show you guys exactly what I do. Um, and I'm really serious. Like, I'm just doing that until I make a million dollars. That's all I'm doing. Like, because I want to, like, prove to everyone I know it works and I've already used it, right, to make 30000 We made $30,000 like a couple months ago, that is insane. That makes no fucking sense, especially for like the, my size of audience and like what, it makes no sense. But I'm I'm not like really focusing to get to a million. I'm not really focusing on like fancy business strategy. What I'm focusing on is being around people that are making a lot of money and normalizing wealth and doing the model and just lining my thoughts up with the result that I want to create. That's it. I'm just going to do that till I make a million dollars. And I already know it works because I've already used it 
to make 30,000, which to me is insane. Like that's just fucking, I'm like, if I can do that, I can do anything because that makes no sense. <laughs> so I'm literally just using the model to grow the business. Like that's like, that's the strategy. That's it. I'm not using really any fancy business strategy. It's my business is simple these days. It's simple, right? Okay. Let's go back to Sadie. I, I could like ADD brain. Every time things start to go well in one area of my life, my brain panics. So you need to like ground yourself in some safety and work on regulating your nervous system. So I would do some, I used to do a lot of meditations about it being safe to have money and it being safe to not work hard. Um, a lot of stuff in, in safety because I had a lot of trauma around money from living in poverty for 30 years. Like that'll do it. <laughs> so, so, you know, I did a lot of meditations about there being a lot of money and that I would always have the ability to generate money because I was trying to create safety for myself. Right. And so think about regulating your nervous system. And when you're panicking, it's like, what is the thought that's creating the panic, first of all? Because panic doesn't just happen, right? For me, the thought was like, it's going to all go away, right? It's going to, I'm not, it's going to all go away. And, and basically kind of at the bottom, like, and I'll have nothing again. Like that was the thought, right? And so I had to do a lot of work on that thought and create a lot of safety. And I did a lot of guided meditation. I did a lot of EFT tapping. I know Eva was doing EFT tapping. If you got like some deep rooted shit, I don't know what it is. I'm I'm working on getting certified in tapping right now, and that's kind of my next thing. I'm I want to start doing in here, but as I have time, don't like it's not coming next week or anything. It's like you know in the next year, but the EFT tapping works on your nervous system, and they actually use it to treat people with PTSD. Like it's actually like people use it to help soldiers with PTSD, um, and it, it really helps kind of rewire your nervous system. So EFT tapping, I always do Brad Yates on YouTube. He's got it all, right? But yeah, yeah, my thought is I deserve to be here if I'm playing small. If I start to reach success, I'll be seen as the imposter I am. It will all fall down. So that's the work, right? That's what's creating the panic. So you want to think about reprogramming those thoughts. And I do it, I do it a couple different ways. So I do it by looking at those and finding evidence for how that's not true. Your brain likes evidence. It likes like proof, right? So you can create proof about how you do know what you're doing, like how you helped a client or how someone wrote you a message that was helpful. You put all of your helpful messages of people that you've helped, right? In a folder and like, look at it and show your brain. I'm not an imposter. I'm helping people and I have fucking proof. <laughs> right? So it's not just like thinking happy thoughts. It's like, go find the evidence that you're not an imposter. There, there is evidence. Like there is evidence, I promise, right? There's evidence. And then, um, yeah, EFT tapping is awesome. So I'll do like collecting evidence, right? Go find all of the evidence you can. That's like showing you're not an imposter. Um, and that you're, it's possible for you to reach success. Um, and then, Kind of like what I lean into, I don't know if this will help you, Sadie, but this is where I kind of went to and it was really helpful. It was like, instead of trying to convince myself I'm not going to lose everything, like I'm safe and I'm not going to lose everything, I went to this place that was like, 
even if I fucking lose everything, I will just make it again. <laughs> so, so I just couldn't get behind. It's not going anywhere. I still don't know if I really could. I haven't done that work in a while because I haven't been doing money. I'm, t I'm on this health journey now that's taking all my focus right now. But when I was doing all this money mindset work, you know, the business up leveled really fast. Like things in my life changed really fucking fast. Um, financially, which I had never experienced ever. I had never, I had only ever known like living paycheck to paycheck. That was the, my experience forever. Right. And so I just spent a lot of time like thinking of, I couldn't get to like, it's never going to go away and I'm safe and I have it all and I'm supported. I, I just couldn't get there like at that time because it was so scary like to grow that fast to me as being someone with so much trauma and stuff so i went to this place that was like even if i lose it all i'm still safe like even if i lose it all it will still be fine like so it's like kind of going to this place like even if people see i'm an imposter like that can be okay like how could it be okay that people think you're an imposter. It's just an interesting place to go, right? And I went to this place that was like, even if I lost all the fucking money and I lost all of you guys and the internet was deleted and I fucking lost everything, I will figure out how to build another six-figure business. That's it, right? So I don't have to be scared that I will lose it all because if I lose it all, it will be fine. So it's like, you don't have to be afraid that people will figure out you're an imposter because even if people figure it out, how could that be okay? get it? Just something to mess with. So I would find the evidence. I would do the EFT tapping. I would mess with how could it be fine for people to find out you're an imposter? How can it be fine if you lost all of your money? How could it be fine if all the success went away? How could it be okay? Right? And it's kind of like what I always tell you guys about how your brain makes things so fucking scary where it's like, what if everybody finds out you're an imposter? <laughs> And it's like, and then you just let it sit there and you're like, oh my God, that's so scary. But like, if you really think about it, it's like, well, okay, well, what if everybody does find out you're an imposter? What does that mean? <laughs> like, what does that look like? Right. And it's like, um, and how could it be okay? Right. And so a lot of my stuff is just kind of like, I've got me, right. I've got me and I make sure I'm taken care of. I've got me. And I know I'm doing my best and I have the best intentions, right? And it's like, even if I make a mistake and I make a mistake publicly, even if I, you know, do a launch and fail or even if whatever, I've still got me and I, I know I'm doing my best, right? I've still got me and I know I'm someone that can create money. I know I'm someone that can build a business. I've built one before. I can certainly build it again, right? So it's not so much this place of like, you know, it'd be nice if you could get to a place that's like, I'm not an imposter and like, believe that. But if you can't get there, like an interesting place to go is like, how could it be okay if, if you are an imposter? Like that might just be interesting to think about, right? It's like, even if you are an imposter, like, do you still want to try to help people? Like, even if you are an imposter, like, would it be possible to help someone? Like, that's just interesting to mess with, right? And that kind of starts to create safety. And it, it takes some of that fear away. So instead of letting it sit there, like, what if everybody finds out an imposter? You can, like, play that out. But you guys see me do this with people on calls all the time, right? I'm like, okay, well, what if? Like, what if everybody does hate you? <laughs> what does that look like? What does that mean? Like, let's go there. And we, when we really get into it, it's kind of like, you will be fine because you have you and you are resourceful. Got it? 
My drive was not for the right reasons. I was a teen mom. I've been trying to prove anyone who said I'd be nothing wrong. So then I added pressure and thoughts that didn't serve me. Yeah, totally. Right? So we can make it... It kind of creates this pressure because it's like, if I fail, it means all these really terrible things about me are true. Right? But it doesn't mean that at all. Like, you're a good person, whether or not you're a teen mom or anything. And there's lots of examples of successful young moms, right? If your main focus was networking in the DMs, what's the minimum slash essential amount of social media posting you would do? How would you post a coaching offer that is in beta and doesn't have a perfect launch content plan? Michelle, are you on here? I'm going to give you some stuff you're not going to like, girl. <laughs> I'm like really dishing it for you guys today. Y'all ready? Buckle up for this one, okay? When you guys are indulging in how and you're asking me how to do things, how do you post? You literally just ask me, Michelle, I love you so much. Listen. You literally just ask me how to post a coaching offer. You tell me in the comments right now, how do you post a coaching offer on Instagram or on wherever you're doing? I'm assuming Instagram because you said DMs. Um, tell me in the comments right now. You literally just fucking post something about it. That's it, right? And, and the thing is, is like when you guys are indulging in how, I don't know how, who are you being? Who are you being when you're doing that? Are you being someone that's resourceful? Are you being someone that trusts herself? Are you being someone that's showing up to her business like a boss? Like right now, who are you being when you're doing that? I just post the coaching offer. Yeah, right? But it, so it's not, this is what I want to show you guys. Anytime your brain is dragging you to how, I just need someone to tell me exactly how to do the social media. I need someone to tell me how to do the DMs, how to do this, how to do that. Anytime your brain is going to like, I need to know how, I want you guys to ask yourself, who are you being? Because it's not about how you do things. It's who you are embodying. And when you are going to all the how, my coach Stacy calls it how greed. And this is why I don't answer these types of questions usually for you guys is like, because if I tell you like how to do something, what are you gonna do the next time your brain tells you you don't know how to do something? You're gonna come fucking ask me. <laughs> and so then I create these like little, you create these little, she calls them like how monsters. It's like, how do I do this? And how do I do this? And, how, and you just keep feeding their how greed. And it's like, you're never, it's never gonna get you anywhere, right? It's just like, you know, it just creates more asking how to do things. That's all it creates, right? And so it's not how to do things, it's who are you being? So if you were being a six-figure business earner, what would you be thinking about this? Like, are you showing up as the six-figure version of yourself when you are doing that? Not how to do things, it's who you're being. And when you guys are going into how, I don't know how, I don't know how, someone tell me how to do this, I need to know how to do that. Um, when you're in the how greed, right? And it feels so real when we're in it, right? But when we're doing that, who we're being is someone that is indulging in confusion, that doesn't trust herself, <laughs> that feels like she doesn't know what the fuck she's doing. What else? It's like, who are you being when you're doing that? You know, you're just not being who you want to be, right? So you really got to look at that and like ask yourself, like, is this really who I want to be and how I want to be showing up? 
And how would you show up if you really trusted yourself, right? If you really believed you could do it, you just try things. That's it. How do you launch things? You just post things and see what works, right? The best way to figure out what works is to test things. So you can make a whole bunch of different kinds of posts if you want, right? So when we, when we pitch the mastermind, I've pitched the mastermind a billion different ways, right? We did a whole launch where we sold the community. We've done a whole launch where we really were talking about co-coaches. We've done a launch where we were talking about this. And the whole thing is like, which part of it kind of is better for marketing, right? It's like, which part of it? But I don't, I don't know that until I test it. Like no one can tell me that, right? So I would just think about how do you want to market it and just test it and see if it works. And if it doesn't, then you'll know it doesn't work. <laughs> yeah. I literally debated how versus what, but it really doesn't matter. I'm not sure what you mean by that, but let me know. Forget that a perfect plan exists. The point is to show up. You just got to try things. You just have to try things. You you have to create your perfect system for your launch, Michelle. This is the thing. It's like, you know, I could tell you, like, the, and it just doesn't matter that much. Like, this is why I'm, like, really going on you on this is, like, this stuff does not matter. Like, and, like, what is this really about? If I were coaching you, you guys already know. There's no fucking way I would answer this on Zoom. <laughs> what would I ask you guys? A lot of you guys already know. I would ask what, Michelle. What is this really about? That's what I would ask you. Michelle, what is this really about? Why are you choosing to be confused? Why do you want to be confused about this? Like, there's part of you that wants to believe you don't know what you're doing. And it's like, I would be real curious about that if I were you. So that's what I would ask you as your coach. You can do that coaching on yourself, right? It's a good question to ask yourself. When your brain is like indulging you in a bunch of bullshit, just be like, what is this really about? You drop into your body, right, into your body and ask yourself, what is this really about? A lot of times we're scared, right? A lot of times we're, you know, have something coming up that we need to look at, that kinds of stuff. Way to reach my inner thoughts, Faith, trusting myself being a six-figure earner. Yeah, you, like, there's, there's part of you that thinks you don't know what you're doing, but it's your business. No one knows how to do your business better than you. <laughs> You're the expert of your business. You guys get it? <laughs> no one knows better than you. I don't care how much money they've made. I don't care. It's your fucking business. No one knows. Like, I'm like, no one knows how to run faithmariah.com better than faithmariah. Like, that's fucking impossible. Just doesn't exist. Right. And it's like, I can learn things from different people and I can look at things. You guys know I've been like promoting James's thing. I love James and, and like his whole team over there. I learn a lot from them all the time. Right. I work with Stacey Bayman um, and I'm in a mastermind program and I love all of that stuff. But it's up to me to take all of it and decide how to implement it. Like no one can tell me how to implement those things. Does that make sense? So I can get different strategies and concepts, but then I have to decide how to implement it in the way that works for Faith Mariah, for my community and my niche and my personality and my relationship with you guys. It's like, how does this all work? It's different for everyone. This whole convo has helped. Okay, I'm glad. Yeah, this is really about me trusting myself with my task list. Yeah, and there might be something about like, you might do it wrong. Like what, like, why are you worried about doing it right? Why are you, what does it mean to you if you do it wrong, right? And then it's like that whole thing about like, so what, right? It's like, so what if you do it wrong? Like, what is that about? I would be really curious about what's under that. Does that make sense? So it's like, 
you know, why are you guys, this is a, for all of you guys. It's like, why are you worried about doing it wrong? Like, what is that about? And a lot of times it's because we've been shamed for doing things wrong. Like there was part of you as a small child or as an adult that got shamed um, for doing something wrong. And now your brain is like trying to protect you, right? And so you got to kind of ground yourself in some safety and be like this. And maybe, you know, that was useful to you at one point to just try really hard not to do things wrong so you don't get shamed or whatever. But the thing that's like, what got you here won't get you there, right? It's like the things that were useful to you might not be useful now. And we have to look at that. Make sense? Yeah, no one way to do things. So many ways to do things, right? Best news ever. And like, you guys get to do things, you know, in kind of employee world and in, in traditional education, there's like a right way and a wrong way. And in entrepreneurship, that doesn't exist. There's no right or wrong way in entrepreneurship. That might be a good thought for you, for you to borrow. And then come, if you need help on this and you feel like there's something under there, come to Tuesday and I will help you. Okay. I want to set a high, and this is for all you guys though. Listen, when your brain is going, how, how do I do this? How do I do that? Look at yourself. You got to like put the mirror up and be like, who am I being? Right. It's like, how am I showing up? I'm showing up as someone who's confused who doesn't know what she's doing, who doesn't trust herself, who doubts herself. And it's like, you got to kind of call yourself on that stuff sometimes and really look at yourself and be like, how do I want to show up in my business? Right? Showing up as confused and like believing you don't know how to do things. It's just going to create more of that. Right? If I could just tell you guys what to do, I would do that. Like you guys, you guys can trust me. Like I, I spent all of my fucking time like thinking about how to help you guys. I do. And like, and money, by the way, <laughs> like, you know, tens of thousands of dollars and fucking hours and hours of my life thinking about how to make you get results for you guys. And if I saw that being useful, I would tell you guys how to do things. But I'm telling you, it is just not helpful. It's just not going to help you. It just won't. Like, all it's going to do is like, you're just going to have to have really expensive coaches all the time just telling you how to do shit. And, it, and it's just gonna, I just don't like that vibe. And, and like I'm saying, you can trust me. Like, I would tell you guys exactly what we do. I would tell you, I would give you the SOPs. I would give you the checklist. I would give you the step-by-steps. Like, we would fucking do all of that for you. Like, you guys know I would. Like, we would give you that. But it's just not helpful. I promise. Yeah. I've spent money thousands trying to find the perfect how and then joined you and learned it wasn't how without any minutes. <laughs> People sell that. It's a really easy thing to market. I get it. Like, whatever. But it's just, you know, I'm like, I want to see a program that has like a 90% success rate if that shit works. And I just don't see it happening. So that's that. Unless it has mindset stuff. All right. Let's get on. I got two more. I can stay. I'll stay on a little late. I want to set a high revenue goal. But every time I do, it feels so out of reach that I do less work and I don't even come close. How can I fix it? Katie, let's, let's all do this. Let's all think about our revenue goal right now. I want you to think about like, what is your kind of upper limit where you're just like, there's like no fucking realm of possibility. <laughs> like that I can do that. <laughs> like what's your upper limit number? Tell me in the chat where you're just like, not possible. Like, is it $1,000? Is it $5,000? Is it $100,000? You know, when you're looking at your revenue goal, what's your upper limit? 
so like I can believe that the I could figure out how to scale the business to a million. I told my accountant we were just talking about it the other day in the next couple years. Two million? I'm a that's a fucking no. That's a no for me, girl. Like I don't believe that at all. There's no part of me that thinks that's a fucking possible real thing that could happen. Not even a little bit. Like not even. Like probably even one point five. I'm like no fucking way. <laughs> like get out of here. <laughs> so it's like what um what is the upper limit for your revenue where you're just like this is like fucking impossible even with all the miracles on earth there's no fucking way that's gonna happen right and then look at like what's your bottom so like where you're like oh like obviously we're gonna make that like there's no fucking way we're not gonna make that right you could even be like, there's no way we're not going to break even. You could be like, there's no way I'm not going to make this amount. Like, whatever. So you figure out your, like, upper limit in your, like, floor, right? Yeah. Over 100K seems out of reach. Yeah, you're just like, 110,000? No fucking way, right? Like, and it's fine. Like, and these numbers change, right? So where you're starting now isn't where you have to stay. There is no fucking way Faith a year ago would have thought any, there is any possibility of, of scaling to a million dollars. Like, not even a fucking, like, not, no way. Like, not even a little bit. <laughs> like, not even a shot in hell, right? Um, and, and as the business has grown and things have happened, my capacity to believe has expanded, right? So where you are right now doesn't have to be. So you have your top and you have your floor. And so I would set a goal... This is the thing. You guys can set an impossible goal, but it requires you to manage your mind at a really, really high level, right? And so the reason that you're not doing the things, Katie, the reason that you're, you go, I do less work and I don't even come close. The reason you're doing less work is because of what you're thinking about your goal. The goal is neutral. So if I have a million dollars as my circumstance, million dollar goal, here, we'll just write, I'm going to write it out so you guys can see and I can see. Let's just do, I think you said like a hundred thousand was your top. So like, give me like a ridiculous goal. We'll just do 1 million. So our revenue goal is 1 million. This is motherfucking neutral. It doesn't create feelings. It doesn't create you doing less work. Right? So there's your goal. And then your, there's your thought about the goal. So the thought is probably like, I can't do this. This is never going to happen. Katie, you can tell me what the thought is. So what was your, when this was happening to you, when you set a high revenue goal, what was the number? And what did you think about it? That, that created the action of you not working on the business. That's ridiculous. Okay. So we think that's ridiculous. And then when you think that, how do you feel? Kind of hopeless, right? Or you tell me, you tell me the feeling. I'm just going to put hopeless because it's on a delay. So we're going to put like hopeless. And then the action is not working on your business. That's what it says on here. Do less work. If I were coaching myself, I would... I would be like, okay, what is less work? We would write out exactly every single thing, okay? But I'm on a time crunch. So we do less work, and the result is you don't hit your goal. Okay? Now, why I wanted to write this is 
because this is your model. This is what's happening. Katie. Yeah, overwhelmed. Yeah, so you feel overwhelmed and then you do less work. Totally. It makes sense, right? It makes total sense when you write it out like this. So this is the model, right? You're, you have your income goal. You think that's ridiculous. You feel overwhelmed. You do less work. You don't hit your goal. Now, you're, you're trying to change this. But the only reason you're trying to change your income goal is so you can change this thought. So the only reason that this is happening, the overwhelm, right? The overwhelm and the hopelessness and all that stuff is happening. It's because you're thinking this. Because you could think of, what could you think instead? Did somebody give me a different thought? You set a million dollar goal and you think, um, my thought is like, I'm just not going to stop until I get it. <laughs> That's my fucking thought. I'm like, I don't care how many times I got to fail. I don't care how much money I have to invest. I don't care how fucking long it takes. I am just not going to give up until I get it. That's my thought, right? You can put anything you want in the T line. So you just want to be aware of that. A lot of times what happens is you guys have something shitty in the T line. You're like, that's ridiculous. So then you're like, let me change this. You have a shitty thought. And then you're like, let me change this circumstance so I can be in a different model, which you can do. Like sometimes you want to change the C line. Okay. Like sometimes you might just be like, I'm not at a place where I can coach myself out of this. I'm going to set a lower income goal. Right. But you just want to be aware that that's what you're doing. And you want to be aware that the reason that you're feeling overwhelmed and then doing less work is always because of what you're thinking, not because of your income goal. Because the income goal is neutral, can mean whatever you want, right? It can mean anything. Does that make sense? And so I'm, I'm always telling you guys, like, leave the C line the hell alone. I'm like, stop trying to change this so you can think a better thought. <laughs> I'm like, the better skill is to learn how to manage your thoughts, right? That's the game. <laughs> So it's just up to you. You can decide if you want to change the goal to change the thought or if you want to do the coaching to change the thought and leave the goal. It's up to you. But you want to be aware that the goal doesn't doesn't cause this. There's the goal that's neutral and then there's your thought about it. You guys got it? And so you can you can change the goal, right? If, if it's just like, I just can't get my thought, there's just like, I can't get out of this thought, right? If I were trying to believe I was going to make $10 million, I just, I don't think I could get out of the thought of like, that's ridiculous, right? A million to me feels like pretty spectacular. I'm like, if I did that, that would be fucking nuts, like unbelievable, right? Um, and it feels like, Sometimes I'm like, who the fuck do you think you are, right? <laughs> like, like, okay. <laughs> like, settle down. <laughs> and then, but most of the time, I think I'm just not going to give up, right? And it's really easy for me to go back to that thought. And it's really... Hey, guys. It's Faith. The Q&A ended really suddenly because I was on camera and then the internet dropped. You guys know how that goes, right? The Wi-Fi went out. So that's the end of the Q&A. I really wanted to share it with you guys because I think it has a lot of really great information. If you got anything out of it, I would love to hear your takeaways. Please post in the Facebook group as always. And the most important thing I need to tell you guys is next week I'm doing a free live event. We're going to be doing the Digital Product Lab 
which is a free three-day workshop series where I'm gonna help you create a product that people are actually gonna thank you for selling them. They're gonna be like, oh my gosh, this product is amazing. I love it, thank you so much. They're gonna tell their friends to buy it and you're gonna make more sales without having to do more marketing, which is what happens when you have an amazing digital product. So if you're like, yeah, that sounds great. I have no idea what I would sell and what that is. Do not worry, I'm gonna help you. <laughs> I'm gonna help you come up with an idea for a digital product. This was gonna be a training series I was gonna do inside the mastermind as a bonus, but I just decided to do it with the whole community for free. So you guys are all invited as well as the mastermind. We're all gonna do it together. I'm gonna help you make a digital product that your customers are just gonna love and be so appreciative that you created for them and they're gonna email you and you're literally gonna get thank you notes for selling them things. It's amazing. So that's what we're up to. Do not miss out. We will put the link in the show notes. The replay is only available for a limited time for free. And then this is gonna be pulled down. It's gonna become part of my mastermind curriculum. So you do not wanna miss out. It's only available for a week. No, we will not let you watch it after that. I don't care how many of you email me. <laughs> so go sign up right now. It's gonna be awesome. I've been working really hard on the content. I'm so excited for you guys to see it. It's gonna be the best live event I've ever done. And I hope to see you there. Okay, I will talk to you guys in the next episode. Have a great day.